Hey, Watch What Happens Live listeners. Spring is almost here, and my favorite way to celebrate the nice weather is taking a long walk with a great story from Audible. Audible's app makes it super easy to listen anytime, anywhere. And as an Audible member, you can choose one title to keep every month from their entire catalog. I'm a total mystery hound and have been loving Frieda McFadden's Housemaid series. They're super addictive whodunits with outrageous twist endings. If you love a good mystery too, you might even be able to snag the first one for free. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WWHL or text WWHL to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WWHL or text WWHL to 500-500. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Welcome to the Bravo Clubhouse for the podcast edition of Watch What Happens Live with me, Andy Cohen. Their squad goals and pod goals. It's Watch What Happens Live with John Favreau and John Lovett from Pod Save America now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Watch What Happens Live. I'm Andy Cohen, exactly two weeks before Election Day with a guest pairing that for this show might be a bit of an October surprise. My guests tonight are former speechwriters for President Obama who went on to become the co-founders of Crooked Media and the co-hosts of Pod Save America who want to co-help you to get out the vote with their initiative Vote Save America. Please welcome John Favreau and John Lovett. Hey, guys. Great to see you. Ah, look at the skin on both of you. It's amazing. Ah, can't even handle it. Well, I'm really excited about tonight's show. And as political insiders, both of my guests know the importance of playing the long game. But I also hope they're into quick games designed to help us get to know each other because it's time for a little clubhouse quickie. For both of you, who was the first politician that inspired you and made you want to get into politics? Fabro, you first. Barack Obama. What about you, Love It? Uh, uh, maybe like uh, Bartlett from West Wing, probably. Ah, I love it. Yes, Martin Sheen. What's the most embarrassing thing you've ever said in front of Barack Obama? Either of you can take this. I'll tell one that John doesn't know. Okay. I'll tell one that John absolutely doesn't know, which is uh, John wrote a joke for Barack Obama, President Obama. And after the speech, President Obama came up to me and said, wow, that was such a good joke. I'm so glad you're writing jokes. And I should have just taken credit, but I said, but I said, actually, 
Babs wrote that one. And the way his face sank will wow. haunt me till the day I die. What a good guy you are. I thought you were going to say. Did you even know that? Thank you. I thought so too. Yeah. Wow. Oh. wow. Well, I, I didn't take I credit. Wrote, I wish I did. I wrote um, an absolutely horrible joke for him that he then used in a State of the Union address that was like a national embarrassment for a couple of days. So it was something I said in front of him, but also the whole country. And did you tell him that uh, that Lovett wrote the joke? Oh, to this day, I still say that, yeah. Who is the last politician you texted, Favreau? Last politician I texted? Uh, Beto O'Rourke. W what about you, uh, Lovett? Uh, Brian Schatz. Um, what, have either of you ever seen an episode of The Real Housewives? Yes, but like while I was scrolling through Twitter. Okay, on Twitter, okay. Um, what cliche phrase are you most sick of hearing in political speeches, love it? Um, uh, you know, there's partisan, there, we, we have this, there's, um, uh, uh, we just need uh, both sides to come together. We need both sides to come together. All right, thank you very much for that clubhouse quickie. Okay, now I really want to get inside your heads because President Obama has called John Favreau his mind reader, which is probably a tough job given that his thoughts have been just a series of screams since he left office. So I'm going to show both of you, Obama alums, some photos of our 44th president deep in thought. You try to tell us what's Obama thinking? All right, what is Obama thinking here back in 2004? Uh, Favreau, what do you think? Uh, when is that answer gonna end? <laughs> okay, uh, John, love it. What is Obama thinking during a stop in Virginia in 2008? Uh, if I just eat this and look at this, um, nothing bad can ever happen after I leave office. Okay, love it. What is Obama thinking while being sworn in as president in 2009, standing next to W? I, I am quite sure no one will ever be as bad as this guy. Favreau, what is Obama thinking staring at his wife at a black tie dinner in 2009? Uh, did we buy those or rent those? <laughs> um, Favreau, what is Obama thinking while listening to former Russian president? Medvedev, I can never pronounce his name. Medvedev. Yes, Medvedev, um, thank you. He's thinking, I wonder how short he is. <laughs> What's he thinking here, listening to Beyonce perform the national anthem? Uh, he's thinking, uh, Chuck, eyes up. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, love it. What is Obama thinking here with Diana Ross in 2016? What is he thinking? What is he thinking? What, um, <laughs> what is he thinking? Uh, <laughs> he's, he's, did, those ear, um, did those earrings come from the curtain? <laughs> Thanks for playing, fellas. Um, all right, very good. Now, we have a lot of questions for you guys. Um, for both of you, what's your reaction to Trump attacking uh, Fauci yesterday and calling him a disaster? I mean... I mean, uh, like, 
Anthony Fauci is trusted by, I don't know, something like 70% of Americans, uh, a big chunk of Republicans. I think it's an odd strategy to attack the nation's top health expert in the middle of a pandemic in the last two weeks of an election. <laughs> um, for both of you, Nora D wants to know what you thought of the Zoom dick incident from yesterday, and will Tubin be able to live this down? Uh, <laughs> Everybody's gotta be careful on Zoom, all right? You're at work. <laughs> you're at work. I know it looks like you're at home, but you're not at home. You're at work. Right. Work is home and home is work. So be careful. And they need a little button and you press it. All right. It says Tubin on it and you press it. Okay. And everything shuts down. Okay. And, and you have nothing to worry about. But until that button is invented, everybody needs to chill out. Good advice. Uh, not working from home, you're homing from work. That's Jessica it. Mopp wants to know whose endorsement of Joe Biden has been the most surprising to you guys? I thought The Rock was actually the most surprising since he's been uh, so apolitical for so long and been so careful about politics. I thought that was. That was interesting. Interesting. Uh, let's take a question from our virtual audience. Catherine, what's your question for the fellas? Hi, guys. What do you think of Thursday's presidential debate having muted microphones? And how do you think Trump will handle it? Good question. Hey, don't forget who had muted microphones first. Mute me, me, Real Housewives of Atlanta, March 2020. Fellas, what do you think of the debate commission uh, following my lead? I, I, think <laughs> I, think Donald's, I, I think Donald Trump will continue to uh, talk over the muted microphone. And so we'll hear like, we won't hear him through the microphone, but we'll hear him just yapping away and so will Biden. <laughs> okay, well, they say you're not supposed to pick your favorite children, but as far as I know, there's no rule against playing favorites with your daddies. So I'm gonna ask these two to pick sides with, what do you know, Obama or Joe? I have questions, pick your answers between the bobbing heads of President Barack Obama and Vice President Joe Biden. Don't worry, I'm sure they'll never hear about this game. Okay, fellas, whose cologne do you prefer? Obama or Joe Favreau? Uh, I don't, I've never smelled cologne on either of them. Love it? I, I don't know what they smell like. Okay. I mean, you know. Who makes more, who makes more bad dad jokes, Obama or Joe Favreau? Uh, Obama. Love it? <laughs> yeah, no, that's right, that's right, that's right. Uh, whose style do you like more, Favreau? Uh, Obama. Favreau? I mean, uh, love it. Uh, Obama, but for the jeans. There was a real jeans problem early yes, on. Yes, there was. Who has the better emoji game, Favreau? I don't think either of them have ever sent an emoji. <laughs> okay, moving on. Who knows how to better order food for a table, love it? Oh, wow, that's so interesting. It's gotta be Biden, it's gotta be Biden. Who wants almonds? Nobody's gonna order almonds. Hey, Favreau, totally, totally who has the higher pop culture IQ, Favreau? Definitely Obama. Who is it's more like, likely... That depends on if you think, if you think Camptown Races counts as pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's more likely to accidentally drop an F-bomb? Love it. Oh, I think that's got to be Obama. I think that's got to be Obama. Okay, this is for I both of Biden. you. 
Oh, you think Biden? You think Biden? Okay, this Biden. is for both of you. Who would make you feel more devastated if he uttered this phrase to you? I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Obama. Love it. Yeah, Obama. Obama. Yeah, I mean, okay. yeah, that'd be devastating. That'd okay. be devastating. Thank you very much for playing, guys. Um, now, let me ask you this. What do you two think is really going on with Kellyanne and George Conway? Any, any theories there? I'm sure this is something you've discussed. I'll, I'll, uh, here's what I think. <laughs> I think I, look, I don't know what goes on inside of that marriage, but the one thing I'm sure of is, uh, the emotional relationship can't really survive as disgust. And I don't know what's going on inside of it, but outside of it, these are not two people, uh, who, uh, uh um, have a collaborative and supportive, uh, relationship to each other's jobs. Wow. Uh, well, now, and Claudia Conway has come out to be quite a voice. Yeah. Yeah, I, look, she's a kid, you know, and, like, I feel bad. I feel, honestly, I'll say I feel bad that she's in a situation where, uh, you know, she's doing these things and, and, and having this public persona, in part because our culture is so broken and allows someone who's, like, just a kid to, like, become so public. At the same time, her mother has created an environment where lying on television is okay, uh, uh, criticizing other people's personal lives is completely okay. So, you know, it's like that old drug commercial, you know, she learned by watching you. Let me ask you a question. Um, do you guys, knowing, you know, the, it's in the, people say that the speech that you wrote for Obama at the White House Correspondence Dinner that had all those merciless jokes about Trump somehow really incited him further to run or made him more committed. Do you guys regret that speech in any way, looking back on it now? Uh, why do you think we're doing all this work now? <laughs> why do you think we've been working to elect someone else since that happened? Okay. Um, guys, tell me about your voting initiative. So we have uh, this uh, initiative called Vote Save America, which is a one-stop shop for everything you need to do to get out the vote. You can register, you can check your registration, you can volunteer, um, you can make a plan to vote. Um, you can donate to races that are important to you. Everything you need about voting or getting out the vote, you can go to votesaveamerica.com and find. And this is a nonpartisan initiative, I should point out, right? Yeah, I mean, it, look, it, it. it's basically just, a, you, yeah, I mean, it'll show you what's on your ballot. It'll give you some helpful information. It doesn't tell you who to vote for, but it provides the information up and down, up and down the ticket. So if you go to votesaveamerica.com slash ballot, you can fill out all the information in advance so you know what's going to be on your real ballot because sometimes there's confusing ballot measures right. and races you, you never may not heard have known of. about. Yeah. Um, right, right, for both right. of you, Samantha R. wants to know if there's a speech of Obama's you think you could recite by heart. <laughs> uh, I think the uh, New Hampshire Yes We Can speech is pretty close. I could almost get that. Love it. I don't, maybe a couple of those... Uh, Maybe that uh, that run of jokes from that correspondence dinner uh, about Trump I could remember just because I've seen it so many times. Uh, Jordan Q wants to know, Favreau, do you think the leaked tape of Melania Trump talking about immigrant children and Christmas uh, was harmful in any way to her or Trump? Uh, I don't because... That was the same day that the president and the first lady came down with COVID. It right. happened that night. Yes, so we just, you're right. We lost that whole news cycle. Yes, we did. Totally.
Uh, all right, <laughs> it is time for tonight. This day in Bravo history. Okay. Most Watch What Happens Live guests spend the show sipping cocktails and sipping tea. But on this very day, seven years ago in 2013, Jenna Jameson spent almost her entire clubhouse appearance just trying to get to the clubhouse. Watch this. And our next guest, Jenna Jameson, who you all know, um, her plane landed at Newark. She's in the car. That's where she's going to sit. So the doorbell's going to ring soon. Right. And Jenna Jameson's going to come through. I think the doorbell may ring. I think she's going to get here. Wow, she played it on your album. Oh my god, it's a doorbell. Bring her in. I think it's Jenna Jameson, just straight from the airport. Yeah! Yay! Oh my god. Did you take a, 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 a bridge from Jersey? Um, they went under. Oh, yeah, the tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, very good. <laughs> yes. Okay. You know all about the so. tunnel, don't you, Jenna? I know a lot about the tunnel, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Everything's a double entendre with you, right? Thank you, Bevy Smith. You know, you'd think an adult film star would know the importance of coming on time. I want to thank John Favreau and John Lovett for being here. See you tomorrow night after Orange County, guys. Thanks, everybody. Our after show's now, right now. Hey, Watch What Happens Live listeners. This year, I really wanted to make an effort to prioritize eating more nutritious food, but it can be hard to find the time to cook at home. That's why I'm so glad I found Factor. Each week, Factor gives you over 35 different meal options to pick from, including vegetarian, keto, protein plus, and calorie smart, and over 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling amazing all day long. Factor's delicious two-minute meals make it a total breeze to eat better even when you don't have time to prep, cook, and clean up. And with great add-ons like desserts and smoothies, it's a lot easier to make more nutritious choices at snack time. I love anything chocolatey and can't get enough of their chocolate banana shake. It's full of protein and super yummy. If you'd like to give Factor a try, just head over to factormeals.com slash WWHL50 and use code WWHL50 to get 50% off. That's code WWHL50 at factormeals.com slash WWHL50 to get 50% off. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. All right, we are back with our after show with uh, the co-founders of Crooked Media and co-hosts of Pod Save America, John Favreau and John Lovett. Look at their skin, everybody. Can you believe it? Favreau, what do you do to your skin to make it look so dewy? This is this is gonna be embarrassing. Uh, like soap and water. I don't use anything. My oh. wife always tries to get me to like wash my face, but I, I barely do. It's youth, everybody. Uh, Vote Save America is Crooked Media's one-stop shop for all resources. People need to get informed, get involved, and get out the votes. I am loving our audience tonight. Um, you, we've got someone with a bobblehead of me. We've got top left. She asked a question earlier. She looks like a real housewife. 
wife, you have dogs in here, but Zachary has a question for the fellas. What is it, Zachary? Hi guys, how often do you two get confused with the other John Favreau and John Lovitz? And what's the worst mix up you two have had? <laughs> it happens, it happens. I, I get a lot of, um, uh, I find out whenever John Lovitz has uh, made an appearance on Saturday Night Live because people tweeted at me. Um, <laughs> and then the best moment though, the first time he got my mail was very exciting. I feel like I'd, I'd actually made it, I'd made it. That's funny. Uh, I was. I was emailed notes on the Mandalorian from a studio executive. <laughs> no way. Come on. True. Did you True. go through all the notes and read them? I, I decided to write back the notes that I agreed with and the notes that I didn't. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> that is awesome. Wow. There were, spo there were spoilers in that email from Mandalorian season two. And it was very, it was very frustrating to me because I saw that email and I, I didn't want to be spoiled. Wow. <laughs> um, Mark spots the X tweeted and said, uh, ask John Favreau about the Pete Souza documentary, The Way I See It. Pete provided a great relationship of John's working relationship with Obama. I'd love to hear John's thoughts about the photo and that working discussion. Uh, I have not seen it yet, because it was on Saturday night. Um, but uh, I think it's the photo that I have hanging in my office right here, which is us working on the last page of the healthcare speech to Congress. And usually, like, I knew it was a good speech when it would come back completely marked up in black pen by Obama, because the more time he put into actually like writing and working on it, usually the better speech it was. And so I always loved when he marked up all my speeches because I know that he paid attention to him. So you mean if he didn't mark it up, did that, would, did that mean more of like, you guys just need to start over or? Sometimes it was either like, I'm going to give this because whatever, it's not that important of a speech. So I'm just going to give it without many edits or it's like, come see me. We're going to start from scratch. Wow. And when you <laughs> sat there in those long working, you know, meetings, did you ever, you know, did it ever wind up being late at night and you get off topic and start talking about like hot girls or, you know, I don't know, sports or stuff, or did you guys stay on topic the whole time? Uh, we'd, get off, we'd get off topic. He would like to talk about, uh, he would talk about like pop culture or he would talk about, um, he wanted like staff gossip because he's like so far removed from like everyday life that he'd want to know what was going on with the staff. I love that. Um, love it. Lucy F wants to know your favorite rant ever from the rant wheel, one that you could rant about forever. I, look, it is it is about to be daylight saving time. Uh, we're about to go back. We okay. should never fall back again. We should never fall back again. Some states may want to keep it, all right? But okay. this is ridiculous. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Nobody wants it to be dark at 445. Oh, That's it. That's oh the one. God. Okay, good. And okay. I agree with you, by the you way. Do what are yeah. we doing here? Yes, what are we doing We run here? a country. Yes. 4.45, dark. Who's that for? The farmers don't care. Yeah, really? Hasn't it been rough enough of a year? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. All right. We're going to leave it there with that great point. I want to thank Favreau and Love It and our audience. 
Uh, everybody go to Vote Save America. It is Crooked Media's one-stop shop for all the resources you need to get informed and get out the vote. Uh, thanks, guys, so much. That was awesome. Really appreciate it. Thanks, audience. Thanks, Andy. Thanks for listening to the podcast, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, new episodes go live Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Make sure you're subscribed. Have a great rest of your night. Hey, it's Guy Raz here, the host of How I Built This, a podcast that gives you a front row seat to how some of the biggest products were built and the innovators, entrepreneurs, and idealists behind them. Every week, I speak to someone new, stories like Justin Wolverton's, a lawyer who just wanted a healthy alternative to ice cream, so he created Halo Top in his Cuisinart, or Todd Graves, who grew his fried chicken restaurant Raising Cane's into one of the most successful fast food chains in the U.S. All of these great conversations can help you learn how to think big, take risks, and navigate crises in life and work from people who've done all of that and more. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus. Alex Ryder is back. Hello, Alex. You have a lot of work to do. To face his greatest challenge yet. We have an active threat. They can wipe out an entire city. People are going to die. Now he's running out of time. We have three days to find and destroy. He doesn't know who he can trust. We're not your enemies. We never have been. Everything I've been told has been lies. And our future is in his hands. The truth can be complicated. On April 5th. This weapon is capable of inflicting 100,000 deaths in a heartbeat. The danger is everywhere. Scorpio are no longer hiding in the shadows. The battle threatens everyone. It's personal. It's revenge. It's kill or be killed. That's when you find out what you're really capable of. And his choice could change everything. I'm sick of being manipulated to do what everyone else wants. Tell him the truth, all of it. The world isn't black and white. All we really have are the people we trust. Alex Ryder, season three, streaming free April 5th. Stream seasons one and two free now.